This is uh, Dustin Brown, and you're listening to the Cloud Watcher Uno podcast. Oh, 
Hi everybody, that was Degradation by Dustin Brown from his album Dreamer's Last Drifter. Now, let's listen in to the podcast. Hi Dustin, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. <laughs> it's good to, good, good to see you. Um, where where are you in the world? I, um, I'm in Texas right now. Uh, I was just in New Braunfels, Texas last night. We actually had a little show, so kind of resting and recuperating today yeah i I saw that you had a show in san San antonio as well right uh yeah that was friday night and then uh then saturday was new bronzeville wow um what's it like being an artist and actually being able to perform now you know it's it's nice man it's really uh i think we all kind of need it you know i think that's why we do it in a way and uh, not being able to do it for so long uh, definitely opened my eyes to a lot of things. So here recently, yeah, getting getting back at it really been fun, and it feels amazing <laughs> most of the time. And and do you remember what what to do, or, or is, is it a long lost mem- memory? Um, yeah, I think it's all just kind of a long lost <laughs> memory. <laughs> <laughs> it's just kind of a fall. Because <laughs> I mean, to, to, to me, it feels like last year was a bit of a fog. It just it just merged into just one long day, yeah, yeah, it's kind of thing. Very strange. <laughs> like I, I keep, I keep referring to things as last year that really happened two years ago. I don't know if you've been doing that. Yeah, yeah. It's because last year doesn't feel like it was a a thing i don't know I'll, I'll bring something up like oh yeah remember we went and did this last year at this place and they're like no that was two years ago i'm like oh that's right <laughs> yeah um because because i actually ran out of posts to to, to 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 actually go oh hey this happened last year i think no it didn't it was 2019 2019 yeah, yeah. was uh, uh, 20 my last actual gig that i actually went to was end of february beginning of march yeah of mm. of 2020 yeah, yeah. <laughs> just insane yeah. it's been very strange but you know hopefully we're uh we're on the good side of it now and you know working to get everything better and i guess uh operationally you know yeah well i mean you well i mean in 2020 you re-released um Dream, dream, dream is last drifter as well, right? That's correct. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I've been writing songs for a, for a long time, and uh, I've kind of had just different paths in my life, you know, that took me away from music for a while, and finally got back into it uh, for real, for real. You know, a couple years ago, or three, three going on four years ago, and uh, and yeah, I, I finally did an album, <laughs> and then it was right in the middle of everything, but. You know, it did. Uh, it did all right. I definitely learned uh, 
learned from it. Um, so got another one coming out at the end of the summer. Woo-hoo! Uh, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. So, um, so it was released in 2020, but, but how long ago was, was it germinating? Yeah, uh, September. <laughs> I should know that when I tell September yeah. or August. <laughs> Something like that. Oh, wow. It's all been a, it's kind of a blur too with, with even that kind of stuff. You know, you, um, you know, I think the modern musician or artist or whatever, you have to uh, manage yourself, you know, before you get picked up by anybody or something like that. So, um, yeah, all that, all that stuff kind of becomes a blur. There's so many different dates and uh, booking shows and organizing people, organizing band practices and everything. Uh, like I said, I've got I've got a few singles sitting on the rack waiting to go out and working on this new album. So it's all just, you know, <laughs> continuous blur. So uh, were there any songs that didn't make it on Dreamers Last Trip that are going to be on the new album? No, no the, the new album. So I'm recording that with my band. When I recorded Dreamers Last Drifter, I was still by myself and I had pickup players just kind of come and step in. Yeah. Like, if you listen to the record, there's some, uh, you know, there's some rhythmic things in there because I did it completely backwards. I recorded an acoustic album and then decided after the fact, all right, we'll bring some guys on. Um, so there's there's a few little challenges in there that if you listen, you can hear. But this this record I'm playing with the band. So uh, we've been we've been going by Dustin Brown and the Now uh, for when we play full band shows. And so right now I'm stuck between, uh, you know, titling in that and making two separate things. Maybe I'll have acoustic. Uh, stuff under Dustin Brown and maybe Dustin Brown and now, but uh, but they're recording on this one with me, and uh, you know I think uh, it'll be a lot better. But the songs that got left over from Dreamers Last Drifter, I released uh, one of them was You was a recent that single, and then uh, I've got another one coming out hopefully here soon. I'm, I'm trying to get some uh, some marketing things worked out, but as soon as I get that fixed, I will. Uh, releasing another single that was recorded during that time um i absolutely love you what what was the inspiration behind that song <laughs> it's uh i think it's your you know your typical kind of kind of breakup song but it wasn't really a breakup song more more of like a moving on yeah uh, song. you know i think we all you know have these uh relationships with people that just stretch out a little bit too long you know, and try to escape those people the best you can. And uh, yeah, I guess that's kind of what it's about. <laughs> wow. Um, do you think that um, you um, write from personal experience the most or, or is it over, over inspiration? Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's both of those and some more things. Uh, most, most of my music is straight, yeah, from the gut and like, what I was feeling in that moment or that day, um, you're the best ones anyway. The best ones always just something happens or whatever, and it just falls out on the table. You know, pretty much, you know, some editing later, but mostly it just falls out. But but I also I like uh, like the one that I'm about to release. Uh, uh, it's a story song, you know, completely fabricated, and it's based in a you know not not this time era, you know. And I, I like doing that too. I like crafting together a story and a narrative. Um, but most of my stuff, yeah, it's just kind of that emotion-based um, feeling when I start writing, you know, kind of my diary. <laughs> I 
for whatever reason, I let people listen to it. <laughs> and then growing, growing up, were you always interested in be becoming a singer, a songwriter? You know, was that need for food, need to perform always there? Yeah, you know, I, I, uh, I actually, people, I've been asked that a few times, and I, and I always, I, I'm starting to wonder where it all started too. I remember at an early age, uh, we had a little guitar laying around, and I definitely like ran around the house playing on that thing, but I didn't really know how to play, you know, just hitting the strings and stuff. And, and so whether it was seeing stuff on TV or if it was really something inside of me, I, I it's all goes back to that blur we were talking about. I don't, I couldn't really tell you, but, um, but my grandfather, he was an accomplished musician, and both my sisters uh, are two of two of my three sisters sing and play guitar as well. Um, so I guess it was kind of around. Um, and yeah, we we lived out in the middle of nowhere, so I didn't have uh, and and I was basically an only child because all my sisters had already moved out. Yeah, uh, in a way. So I was just uh, kind of out in the country by myself, and you know, you get. I think uh, a lot of my creativity probably comes from that. You know imagining things and making things up and and I don't know writing was something that I, I wanted to do and I started playing guitar and then when I got more into it yeah I definitely uh I think now I've, I've found my voice and I'm still finding it every day but at first I really didn't have any kind of singing capability at all so I I, I wanted to focus on being a, a good songwriter you know yeah. um, likes of Towns Van Zandt people like that here out of Texas that are just, uh, you know, legends just for their writing alone. Um, and, uh, and then, yeah, some, somewhere along the way, I've kind of found a voice and I'm getting more into that and I'm, I'm opening that up more. So I just, now it's just what I do. I just love it. You know, I don't know how to do anything else, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think there must be something in the water in tech Texas, because you've got some phenomenal artists just, making fantastic music and you know it's great to see young artists like yourself do, do doing that as well um just, just fantastic um thank you do you um do you find that you're comparing yourself to artists who have come before you or are you just going that that was great then but but did this is my new sound um yeah, you know, it's funny. It's funny you ask that. I'm actually in a real um, struggle right now because I have I have so many unrecorded songs that are that are good. I think they're good. You know, I think I definitely want to record them and put them out there. But they're, you know, my more folk based stuff um, and kind of that 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 it's not contemporary sound. You know, and I've been told that by A and R and things like that. And so I, I guess yeah, that stuff is it's kind of that old songwriter based which i mean i love it and people there's people out there that love it too um but i've been on this just crazy creative streak lately and i've been making all this stuff that's that's uh challenging that you know and i'm and i don't know if i need to just uh say hey this is what i'm doing now or i might even start a start up a side project i don't know under a moniker or something but uh i it's yeah the new stuff i'm making uh, i would it's almost modern I don't know. I don't know. I don't even want to call it. I don't want to call it anything because I don't know yet. But. That's, that's great. I mean, one, 
why should you have to put a label on your music, music, music? Because I mean, your horror exactly. writing is all like all all that you can see. And for for mm. an artist like yourself, I mean, you um you're just starting to to make a name for for yourself. Um, I mean, I, I think creative creativity. Um, you you should def definitely explore. I mean, where where here is fans of your music music just just seeing like. Okay, what's he gonna do next? <laughs> well, that's cool, and that's and that's what I'm, I mean. I've always made that point. Uh, like we always talk about it. Yeah, hey, I'm gonna do what I want. And then it's then you start dealing. I agree with you. I want to just I just want to make music, and you know, people like that. They like that. But then you get into the you know scoring and A and R and and all this stuff, trying to trying to push yourself out there, and they can't put a label on you. That that kind of bugs them, which I'm I'm okay with. You know, I mean, it's not like it's not like uh, it's gonna make or break me at this point. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I may maybe I will just do it. Maybe I'll just be releasing modern psychedelic rock kind of stuff mixed with folk music. Who knows? You know. So. <laughs> well, I mean, you've you've got um, you know, legends like uh, Hank Free, who you know he he did did his country music, but then he did his punk stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he 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 just you know he was a very duoso. I mean, he still is. You know, he, uh -huh. he has all this different range, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. I think he. I'm trying to think of the name of it with the punk band, but yeah, he would like. I think he would open for himself with the punk band or something. I, I had a friend, I think, that went and saw him. He said, "Yeah, he opened for himself with the punk band." It's like really <laughs> cool show, you know. And and. Uh, you know, like 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 an artist uh, that I've been really getting into, um, uh, Susto. You know, uh, they're, he's they're kind of like that. You know, some of their some of their stuff is very folk driven. You know, and then there's some stuff that's kind of a little more cosmic. You know, which is kind of what me and the group we've been um, we've kind of been telling people. You know, we try to describe it. it's kind of like cosmic country. You know, it's, yeah. You know, it has a it has the storytelling themes of country music or folk music, but we're putting you know, you know, we're putting delays and uh, rock and roll guitars and stuff. Just just take it out, take it a little further out. You know? Definitely, um, you know, I think um, Cosm Cosmic Country would be you know a fantastic new genre genre to 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 like make it work. I think that. Right. <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. There's a band from Norway called Darling West who do cos, who do cosmic folk, cosmic country as well. Definitely worth okay, okay. They are phenomenal. Uh, I just love what they, they're doing. And you know, you know, I mean, you've got artists like Charlie Crockett who who you know he's doing his his own thing and. You know the, the the music that he's really re releasing does not fit into country pop at all in any way, shape, no. or form. And then he'll do little Jill blues, where it's more like his blues inspired music. So I mean, you know, you I think you could you could have multiple personas from one artist, right? Yeah. Well, and that's what. Um, and right now, that's kind of you know how it is for for me is like a. I gotta, I've got to figure out a way to to balance it all, and maybe 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 it's crowd based where I set up, you know, my set list, kind of like kind of like last night's show, you know, for instance. So 
you know, half the songs I played that really got them going. And then I would, I would dip my toes in my more newer stuff. It's, uh, and it, and it was funny, the people who, who didn't dig one thing, you could, you know, you can watch people out there and like, <laughs> you, you could tell, like, you could tell like the people who didn't dig this, it was, it flip-flopped and these people wouldn't dig it and they would dig it. And like, I, it was, I don't know, it's kind of, you know, it's all learning experience, but, uh, but yeah, I, I would love to get to the point where I had a, you know, a, de a good following that, that could, uh, that knew the songs and knew that about me, you know, that knew that, Hey, you're going to hear a real folky song. And then right after that, you might hear this cosmic, you know, kind of thing that they're doing. And, uh, whereas, but right now, you know, the, my following just isn't, uh, isn't to that point yet. So I just go new places and confuse the hell out of people. <laughs> <laughs> well, I they like it for the most part so yeah I'll keep well, it. i mean um for, 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 for me i would just love to see you sing live that would be fantastic because i love your voice i love the energy that you give out in your songs um uh it's just you know you know um hope, hope, hopefully um you know you'll be able to tour over on this side of the pond pond as well that would be awesome yeah <laughs> definitely um yeah so growing 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 up you said said that you 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 know you 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 basically were not that you were an only child but because your sisters had grown up and then they moved, moved, moved away did you keep journal, journals when you were young were you always writing writing down in songs or how how did how did that work how does how how does just playing a few chords on on a guitar go to i'm actually going to perform in front of an audience well um to answer your question yeah yes i definitely had journals i still have them i have a i have um my like my original one that i started right and there's maybe there's a few little ones that got tossed aside but my main like when i decided this is the one i still have them i have them all safe and i keep them with me you know uh, and to this day, I still write, you know, a lot of things go on the phone now, but they, but I yeah. still, I still like to put the pen on paper for the ones that I'm like, this is, this one's going to get recorded, I put it on paper just to have it. But, but as far as um, how I transitioned from that to performing, I think, I think just probably like most uh, artists, you know, started writing. Uh, and then I, you know, I started playing guitar and then that turned into, you know, little living room concerts. Like, Hey, let me show my folks, uh, you know, what I had you know what i learned and it's kind of funny um you know when you're young it's 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 uh it's all cute and and stuff and here we are 15 years later and i'm still doing it it's not so cute i guess <laughs> but, uh, you know my mom loves it um you know my, my dad does too but you know it's a uh, i think like any responsible parent you know he wants the best for me and and uh it's just you know now it's it's you know, we're still, I still wouldn't say we've made it, you know, we still don't make any money, nothing like that. But at the same time, you know, we play big venues and, and, you know, I've got a record out and stuff. And, and I, so, but I still, I'll still sit down in front of them and like play, you know, play a, a new song for them. And, uh, but that, I think it just came from that to, man, I, uh, I ended up, it was like a school talent show. Yeah. Um, but I, I sang along with a track. I don't think I had a, a guitar for that one. You know, I did that, which was, it's really weird to the then and then worse, I was really shy. And now I'm even still, you know, I'd say I'm pretty introverted unless I know you, unless I'm like, I just asked, everything has to be right, you know? 
Yeah. But that being said, you know, a lot of people know me as just, you know, kind of meek and hanging out, just stay out of the way. And then, uh, and then, yeah, I get, I get on stage and that's just, that's the place where I can do that. You know, I've, I've always had an issue with being like, um, uh, at least with a new group of people being the loudest one in that, you know, when I meet like fresh new people, I'm kind of, but you know, you put a microphone on a stand and for some reason I can, I can go do that. And that felt right. felt good. So it was like a place where I could express myself and, uh, you know, I, I played sports and stuff, but I wasn't really good at any of it. Um, uh, I would call myself intelligent, but I wasn't, I wasn't like an ace, you know, at, at school in particular. Um, but yeah, but music, uh, that was my, my place. Like, okay, people are, this is the thing I can do and people like it or give me attention. So, you know, uh, the old narcissistic thing to do is keep, keep getting that attention. I guess. So, you know, like all of us crazy musicians, so, uh, that's why I do it. I guess it all just slowly turned into shows after that. Why do you think that music has such a hold on your life? You know, you know, it's it, it's some something that you're obviously passionate about. What was it that you know finally, finally, you know, clicked in your head that like this is this is it, this is the dream? Well, um, yeah, I can actually answer that almost to the day. You know, I I I played you know played music. It's just, I always write. I never stop. Um, but I I. I pursued it when I was younger, you know, through high school, we played quite a bit and stuff. And then shortly thereafter. And, uh, and then, you know, I kind of had that in my early twenties, what am I doing with my life? Uh, breakdown, I guess. You'd say. And, I, and I went to, um, uh, to a commercial diving school and like actually went offshore and, uh, did, did a whole career in that, you know, and I really, and that was through my, my early twenties or my, first part of my twenties. And I, I remember thinking like, this is it, you know, I've, I've started the thing that I'm going to do the rest of my life, you know, and, and I was passionate about it too. And, uh, and then just one day, everything got uprooted and it all kind of went away to no, you know, no faults of my own. And it, and it, that, that kind of woke my eyes up to like, nothing's guaranteed. Nothing's, you know, uh, this life you thought you had, you know, it can all just be ripped away. You know, and that's that there's so many parallels to that too, not just with your job being taken away, but your own, you know, your life or someone else. There's so many things that can just be just disappear. And, um, but I left that job and I went and got another job and, uh, it was fantastic and everything. But I guess, uh, yeah, I was just kind of felt myself in the rat race and had a few other things just happen in my life where I'm like, like, you know, um, I like to believe that maybe, you know, we go somewhere, you know, cosmic, if you will. You know, I, I like to believe that the, the consciousness maybe lives on. You know, I don't know what in what form, nothing like that. But just in case it doesn't, I wanna I wanted to to do the most I can and be the most I can and be happy as I can while I'm here right now. And that was music, because music's never gone away. Music's it's always been there. It's still here. I mean, like I just I don't make hardly anything doing this. <laughs> it's it's not a financial uh gains kind of thing. It's just I can't I can't imagine not doing it. And but I but yeah, I I basically made a plan to quit that job and go full-time music. And and I was able to do that for a while. And and now I've got it worked out where I, you know, I help out at a at a brewery. And I help out with some some guys that uh, I used to mechanic with. And 
but you know, that's about 10% of the month, you know, and then the rest of it's all music. And it's, if, if I got to be broke to, to have that life, you know, and be just surrounded by those kind of people and, and like people like yourself, just creatives that, that want to, I don't know, express, uh, feeling and all that. It's, that's, that's the cost and I'm going to take it. I don't need the biggest house and the nicest car and all that stuff. I just, I want to be happy. You know? Yeah. This working for me. What would you say has been the hardest lesson for you to learn as a, as a musician? Hardest lesson to learn. That's a good question. <laughs> um, probably have a bunch of examples, but I would say just right off the cuff is, you know, learning humility. That's one of my recent, uh, one of my, my more recent ones and, and the ego, you know, I just had a guy that and I, an older, an older guy too, guitar player. So, you know, he's been around the block. I mean, I think he was in his sixties or something. And, uh, there was another guy at, at the show we did who was kind of, you know, he kind of got upset at a few things and stormed off. And the older gentleman, you know, he said he was the ego right there. You know, he said, that's, that's the, the killer of musicians is the ego. And it, and it, it made me even peer to myself for a second. And I would say that's, it's like, man, because you, you can take these little rides sometimes and you, you think you're doing good and you are, I mean, I mean everything's working out and then you, you can kind of very quickly get a, a big head in a way. And then, and then when another opportunity comes along, you almost kind of, um, you know, you start getting that thought that maybe you're, you're better than this or better than that or whatever it is. And I would say, yeah, don't do that, you know, and then it should never, should never feel that way either. You know, you should be happy to play music, you know, and, and granted, yeah, we all need to, you know, get, get what we're, we're owed and things like that. But at the end of the day, if, if that's all it's about, you know, I don't think you're going to be enjoying yourself. You're not going to be having fun, which is the whole idea of this thing. So that, I would say that's, that's like the hardest lesson that I've probably learned. It's just, you know, no matter where you're at, no matter, and how good you think you are or that you are, you, you know, you can always, there's always somebody better. There's always, you know, another opportunity and, and it just uh, to not let that, um, you know, drag you down and kind of can ruin the whole thing, you know? Yeah. Um, do you think it's possible to, to be a sing, sing, singer without a tiny bit of narcissism because you have to have that self-confidence to be able to perform, right? Of course. Yeah. And that's why, that's why I said it earlier. You know, it's, it's kind of, I, I think, I think if you're a musician and you don't admit that you're a narcissist, you've got bigger problems than most. Because <laughs> it's like, it's just like, like, uh, I have a friend, she says it all the time. She's like, Hey, let me go get on stage and yell at you. And you have to listen to me, you know? And like, that goes back to that ego thing. It's like getting upset when people aren't listening. It's like, how crazy, and then you have to stop. Like, how crazy am I to think like, these people should stop what they're doing to listen to me, you know? <laughs> but, but yeah, I think there is a tiny little bit of that in there for sure. Um, when do you think um, that you will think that, yes, Okay, now you know I've ticked Bob boxes off on my music Bobok bucket list. Like when I when I'm gonna feel like like accomplished. Um, 
oh, you know, when, when you not, you know, you've, you've reached say miles, miles, so on, so you can go, yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is where I'm supposed to be. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we were just me and the band I played with, uh, I opened for another band. We were actually just joking about that. Or I made the joke that like, you know, uh, just, just give me $200 a week, pay for my fuel and give me good shows with a good sound guy. And I'm, I'm good. You know, like, <laughs> like, like that's, and so to all, any labels listening out there, I'm easy. Just, just, you can take all the money, just, just make me comfortable or, you know, have a nice hotel every now and then, you know, <laughs> but, but in all reality, yeah, I would say, I would say, um, you know, getting signed and getting to play for, play you know good size festivals and things like that would be that'd be sweet and not, and not even getting signed you know these days somebody can do you can do so much on your own really yeah but um but for me personally yeah, I want I would I really would love to get on a festival um you know a large a large festival and that I think if I could ever get on a regular touring schedule with that whenever they come back in full you know that would be uh that'd probably be where I'd sit back and like okay cool you know real paid musician that can you know actually afford rent <laughs> but just the music yeah but uh and do you think that um you will be able to um connect with more pp pp people um doing the, the uh, style the music that you're doing now or did you you think that uh, it, you'd be able to, you know, as you said, that you, you, you might have different personas and just use those to, to connect with fans. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, uh, yeah, if I, if I stay in the direction I'm going right now, yeah, there's a whole, there's a whole new group of people that uh, would be interested, I think. Because um, right now I've, I've, you know, like I said, I really, and I still actively pursue being I, you know, I want to, I want to, I want to be remembered for anything. It's being a, a good songwriter, you know, and yeah. in doing that, you know, especially here in Texas, you kind of follow the, uh, like that, that, uh, that scene. And I, and I've, I definitely have, uh, miles to go in that scene as well, but I, but I feel like I'm, you know, I'm pretty established in it and, you know, I, I get around enough and make a bunch of friends and, uh, but yeah, I, I do look forward to maybe this new stuff that I'm going to be, uh, and not necessarily the stuff that's about to come out in the summer. And this the, the stuff I'm currently working on, though. When that when that starts pushing out, yeah, I think uh, I think I could grab a whole different audience, maybe. And uh, yeah, I look I look forward to it honestly because it's country is is great and the songwriter scene is great. Um, but it also, at least in Texas, it feels like it's just this these little corners, you know. And you kind of get there, and it's like, well, where do we go from here, you know? And they're not bad corners to be in by any means, but. Uh, yeah, I just want to expand and create more. Fantastic. Maybe touch new people. Now, um, you said that uh, you you've got a new album coming, 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 coming out. Um, what what was the process of may making your soft sophomore album? Well, um, we pretty much we we ended up with a studio in Austin. Uh, it's a whole wacky deal of how we got in there, but it worked out for us. Um, we're super, like, you know, thankful for the whole the whole opportunity. But, um, but yeah, you know, we just it's pretty pretty simple. We we go in and uh, some we played to a, a click 
and a few of them we didn't because we we vibe better without it on those few but we we basically went in and live tracked it i uh because this well this time around i wanted it to be more tight but i all still want to keep that real feel you know yeah. so we we live tracked um with the rhythm section and then uh and now we've just been going back in uh i still have i still have vocals to, like final vocals to do um like uh, my lead guitar player tyler ralston he's he's been getting in and out of there uh getting all the lead parts laid down and really just uh taking our time with it you know and, and chopping those up but uh yeah it's been a it's been a pretty chill <laughs> experience for this one that's fantastic to, to hear now um i just want to say thank you so much for coming on to the show it's been great to just to speak to you and just learn about your experiences thank you for having me i mean that's uh i'm uh I'm excited to be here. I think it's pretty cool to be, uh, like you said, I'm, what is it, nine o'clock where you're at, you're in London, right? That's that's yeah. wild to me that <laughs> I never thought uh, anybody remotely close to that area would even, you know, know I existed. So that's uh, that's really cool, and I really really think it's awesome that you had me on here. Cheers.